0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We got some work to do. This is the Advanced Scout with Tom Opperman and Matt Williamson.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers suffering not only the toughest loss of the season, but one of the tougher losses I can remember in the Mike Tomlin era to the Arizona Cardinals. They fall to seven and five, and they welcome another two win team into Akershire Stadium. Patriots have lost five in a row, Matt, and they are one and eight in their last nine games. They are 1-4 and four on the road this season with a minus 52-point differential in those games, and they've produced just 13 points over their past three games. Flip side of that, they've only given up 26. Yeah. So that's the juxtaposition of this team that we'll get into through this podcast. But I wanted to start with them, at the quarterback issues. We, we know Bailey Zappi's starting. Mm-hmm. Ain't no guarantee he finishes the way Belichick's been whipping both of those guys in and out of these games.
0: I,
2: I, so... This is just a hunch. I think Mac Jones's day is, as a Patriot are done, or mm-hmm. at least his time with Belichick is done. One of the two is not going to be there next year. But to your point, I think Malik Cunningham might be the wild card this <laughs> week. I mean, they've kind of like practiced him with, you know, gadgety stuff, wild, you know, wildcat stuff, et cetera, running stuff. I think he might, there might be a package for him in this game. I'm not saying Zappy's going to get pulled. Their passing game is atrocious. See, Mac Jones doesn't even get a helmet then, if that's the case. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if he's even the direct backup anymore. I mean, it's hard to get information out of that
1: place. Yeah, undoubtedly, but what a what a strange season it's been yeah, in New right. England. Uh amazingly they've lost three straight games when allowing ten points or fewer. It's the first time that's happened since nineteen thirty eight. <laughs> yes. Pittsburgh has yet to lose two games in a row this season. That's going in the Steelers' favor. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a great stat. You'd think you'd get a wake up call too, like, right? You're not taking anybody lately this week. Last week, the Chargers, who the Patriots lost to six to nothing, they had zero offensive snaps inside New England's twenty-yard line, while the Patriots had zero snaps inside the ch- the Chargers' thirty-yard line. The red zones were untouched, untouched in that game. Like, if you put paint down in the end zone, you didn't even have to wait to let it dry before the game started. It was fine. Like, <laughs> right, unbelievable. And
2: I just got a little chuckle out of this too. I mean, like, Chargers go into New England. They're five and a half point favorites on the road. Well, they covered six <laughs> 6
1: nothing. <laughs> A comfortable cover by <laughs> yeah, the Chargers. N- n- never sweated it. Uh, this matchup, of course, carries a lot more series history than the previous weeks with the Cardinals. I think that might go in mm-hmm. uh, Stewart's favor of not overlooking it either. Uh, it began in 1972 with the Steelers winning the first two matchups and five of the first six. Overall, New England leads 18-16, to 16, including five playoff matchups. Pittsburgh's only postseason win over the Patriots was a 7-6 to six victory in the divisional round of 1997. That could be the score on Thursday it night. It could be. 7-6 I can't
2: believe the over-under in this game is 30 and a half. It started really, like 32, I think. Is it just really? just kept dropping and dropping. I don't know it could be low
1: enough. Well, Matt, I was watching Good Morning Football today, and they were talking about it not reaching 20 points. Like, that was the own over-under that Peter I mean, Schrager did, put on it.
2: I, I actually did the same thing.
1: I, I thought 20 should be the number. Uh Patriots have won the last two meetings, most recently week 2 of last year. During the last 18 meetings dating back to December of 1998, New England is 14 and 4. Steelers have been to 6 Super Bowls winning 6. Patriots have been to 11, also winning 6, which is the most of any of the 32 franchises. Uh Steelers have been to 8 Super Bowls, not 6, excuse me, I misspoke yep, yep, there. Yep. Uh Bill Belichick is 15 and 12 as a head coach against the Steelers, Tomlin Three and eight against the Patriots for people scratching your heads out there. Belichick's fifteen and twelve. How? He was coach of the Brownies once upon yep. a time, and that Steelers counts. usually beat up on the Brownies, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. even when Belichick was there. Uh, let's get into the Patriots offense first, Matt. I think it's the worst in the league. Twelve point three points per game. Yeah. They're not in the bottom for every other. St- that is the worst in the league, by the way. But they're not bottom for every other statistic. But they're towards the bottom. Surprise. And only because of Jets and, offense. and They pass more yards than the Steelers per game, which is surprising to me. I didn't they can't realize pass that. Wow, that's shocking. It is shocking. Yeah. It was hard for me to believe that when I, I saw that. It doesn't pass the eyeball test. No, and they have 20 giveaways on the season. Uh, it's If you wanted to find a, an offense more miserable than your own Pittsburgh, they're coming to town. Without question.
2: They run. To cut to the chase. I mean, this team plays very good defense. We'll get to that side of the ball. They run the ball okay, but they're. Far and away, best ball carriers not available for this right, one. Right, Stevenson, right. And their passing game is much harder to watch than the Steelers. I mean, much harder to watch. They have no team speed. They really don't have a quarterback, and their
1: receivers get no separation at all. This is such a, a broad question to ask you, and we could probably sit here for hours and discuss it. What happened, though? Mac Jones goes 10-7 and 7 his rookie season, and they I make know. the playoffs, and he didn't look like he was going to be in the 2A and the Hurts range of players, mm-hmm. but I thought he was going to be good. I thought he was going to be like Kirk Cousins maybe and just yeah. be around for 10 years and play solid quarterback. He's terrible. Zappy came in last year. He had moments where yeah. he shined. He's awful this year. I mean, what's the deal? Are they just that bad at developing these guys? I know it was That's Patricia with Mac Jones last right. year, but it's Bill O'Brien now. This guy's has a track record with
2: quarterbacks. Their offense is worse this year than last. With With a real offensive quarterback. Right, right. right. I mean, it definitely is. I'm with you. After his rookie year, I thought Mac Jones was out of the woods. Like, this guy's going to be a starting quarterback. I mean, he's not going to be a top 10 guy, but he's a starting quarterback. Patriots won't ever bottom out. They'll always be around 9 and 8. Yeah, or maybe he'll go somewhere else and be Derek Carr or, you know what I mean. He's going to be a starting quarterback, and he's far from it. I also kind of feel for Mac Jones because... With all respect to Bill Belichick, who I think is the greatest football coach of all time,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Bill the GM has let down Bill the coach for years and years now, but it's getting worse and worse and worse. I mean,
1: small little thing. Well, like, you lose the deodorant too at number 12 under center. That's absolutely it true. Everything.
2: But even like Jacoby Myers, he was good against the Steelers in week two last year, as was Nelson Aguilar. They would kill for Jacoby Myers, you know, and he's just an average starting receiver. They yeah. don't have those guys.
1: Yeah, those two you mentioned yeah. 205 yards on 19 targets last year in right. week two. And they're gone. A the game against the Steelers. Yeah, they don't have anybody.
2: I mean, Parker and Juju and these guys used to be okay, and they're
1: not anymore. Uh, with the exception of Mac Jones, who of course isn't starting in this game, the only Patriots offensive player to play more than 575 of a possible 771 snaps is David Andrews. Mm -hmm. Led by Andrews, the offensive line has had nine different offensive linemen play 154 or more snaps this season. Um, Bailey Zappi, he's appeared in five games this year, 64 passes, completing 32, 299 yards. He's yet to throw a touchdown pass in 2023. He's got two picks. Last year, he had a touchdown uh, interception ratio of 5 to 3 and completed 70% of his passes. Like I said, like he showed some signs last year of looking okay. It's just, he's awful now this year. He's awful. They don't have a quarterback. They they cut him at the beginning of the year. They didn't even want him. That's a great point.
2: Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, he was not on the final roster or the, the opening day roster.
1: So we mentioned Aguilar and Myers, as far as the receiving game is concerned, uh, Juju and Taequann Thornton played every snap last week when New England was in 11 personnel, uh, Smith-Schuster played 58 of a possible 63 snaps, Thornton on the field for 51, and Devontae Parker played 54. I mean, none of those guys jump out and scare you whatsoever. No.
2: Very little separation. Like, you even may-
1: worse so than, like, the McBrides and the Hollywood oh, Browns of yeah. last week.
2: Arizona's offense is much, much more dynamic, talented, pedigree. This offense kind of reminds me of Arizona's defense. Yeah, I mean, just straining right. for starters, you know, which—and, hey, it's lost lost to them, so— it, give them some respect, but wow, it's rough. Um, You mentioned 11 personnel. They don't do a lot of it. You know, they're
1: in 12 a lot. They're in 13, a fair amount. They just don't have good receivers. Uh, Trey McBride is a name that still haunts Steelers uh, fans to this day after three days, uh, three days removed from the game, especially that 99 yard drive. I feel like it was just Trey McBride, Trey McBride, Trey Mm -hmm. McBride, Trey McBride. Uh, The good news is you're stepping down as far as quality is concerned. Hunter Henry he had caught. He has caught just fifteen passes for one hundred and thirty-seven yards in their past eight games. McBride was on fire leading into that Steelers game. Hunter yeah. Henry's the exact opposite. One
2: hundred percent. And a name people might know is Mike Geseki. He hardly even right, plays anymore Dolphins, for them. Yeah.
1: You know, right? So they're just
2: looking for anybody that's a difference maker in the passing game, and they're not finding it.
1: Yeah, they have nine different pass catchers with between one hundred and fifty-four and four hundred and ten. Receiving yards this year. Uh, Ramon, and The receiving leader is Ramon J. Stevenson, who is out <laughs> he's in this not game. Play, right, he's uh, he had back. nine carries uh, before leaving with an injury last week. And Patriots ran the ball thirty-two times against the Chargers for one hundred and forty-eight yards. Zeke Elliott then stepped in. He received forty-four snaps, seventeen carries, seventeen routes run, and no other running back saw action in that game. They're We're, they're going to hand the ball off like thirty-five times to Zeke in this game on Thursday night. They are, and he ain't what he used to be. He can't ha- handle that anymore,
2: right? But they're rushing for more yards than they're throwing for now. Which kind of tells you all you need to know.
1: Uh, Elliott averages 3.8 yards per carry so far in a Patriots uniform. That's 35th of 45 running backs that have at least 70 rushing attempts. And uh, Zappy is contributing just 3.2 yards per game in the category. As a rusher, yeah. Category. So yeah. he's You're not a getting into the peripheral either. stuff, right? Uh, finally, on the offense, they converted just four of 14 third down opportunities against the Chargers. They were one of three on fourth downs as well. I'd say that bodes well, Matt, but we're sitting here last week doing this show, and we're talking about the Cardinals can't convert first downs, and they're 10 for 17 on on Sunday against the Steelers. So hopefully this doesn't happen again with the Patriots. 100%. And third downs aren't a super sticky stat. I
2: mean, sometimes it's just a small sample size. Like, for example, the Cardinals game, Steelers-Cardinals, the Steelers were tremendous against them on first downs and early downs. Yeah.
1: Third and fifth. There's a lot of third and twelves and third and fifteens that the Cardinals just untimely or
2: clutch, whatever you want to call it. So those things aren't always sticky, but it's noteworthy.
1: On to the defensive side of the football, the identity of this Patriots team. They are eighth in yards per game allowed. They're sixteenth against the pass. They are third against the run, and they have the best epa against the run in the nfl so metrics back up them potentially being the best rush defense in yeah. the league uh, they're 15th though in points per game they give up 21.2 points per game they have 11 takeaways and they're 28th in sacks so they are not getting after the quarterback they allow mm-hmm. 4.9 yards per play but they have allowed just 4.4 yards per play over the last three games and like we said in the open there are total points allowed in the past three games 10 10 6
2: I think it's a very, very good defense that if the offense would give them a little help or
1: let the A defense, little help. A like, little help, right. Go I mean, from 12 to, like, 17 points per game.
2: Exactly. Or, I mean, I know their sack numbers aren't, aren't good. They're not even average, but they never are playing with a lead in pass rush situations, you know, things like that, too. So, uh,
1: again, the offense drags a lot of things down. So there's no Matthew Judon this year, mm-hmm. and he was the big name on that defense— Who's the big name now? Because you know, I I see from your stat pack you've got guys like Duggar, Jabiel Preppers, Jawan Bentley. They're on the field all of the time. Yeah, um, uh, they have 23 different Patriots defenders that have been on the field for over 100 steps. But those guys are the only ones with more than 597 defensive snaps mm-hmm. out of a possible 801. So they're on the field forever. But you know, Jabiel Preppers, this guy's been bouncing around the league forever. I mean, Kyle Duggar's okay in my mind. Jawan Bentley's good. Like. There's no big star. yeah. No. they're they're, con, they're playing incredibly as a unit. So the
2: way this defense was constructed, you know, before the Judon injury, before their first round pick Gonzalez went out the corner. That's
1: right. Was, good point. I mean, he was playing well at the earliest yeah, parts of the season.
2: Absolutely. That they probably had 18 guys that were all good quality players. So they want to rotate them in, and injuries have hurt that a little bit. There isn't a star. There isn't a superstar but boy I'll take Kyle Duggar and Christian Barmore the defensive tackle any day of the week and they don't have a lot of bad players either on defense
1: right the floor isn't that low right they just don't have a high ceiling with any of these guys versatile typical Belichick
2: deep you know
1: Uh, New England held the Chargers to just 26 total rushing yards last week with a long run of just seven yards Austin Eckler's Longest run of the day was four yards. Steelers, you know, they still rushed for 130 yards against the Cardinals last week. So it's mm-hmm. it's like the running game has taken a step backwards. But this is a stiffer test than they faced recently.
2: Yeah. So Dale Lawley and Rob King and I do a video this week. It was on Tuesday. You can find it on Steelers.com, too. And my key on for the Steelers offense was a very low bar to get over. But rush for 100 yards. I mean, that might be on 30 carries. It might be on 35. It might be on 20. But that's... I think this running game can do that against anybody. That's pretty I mean, good against the team that's third in the, yeah, in the right. rush if, defense. If
1: you could be between
2: three five and four yards a carry, which again are not hard hard, you know, big, heavy, high bars to get over, that should be enough to control the flow of this game.
1: Uh Patriots held Los Angeles to just five for fifteen on third downs in week thirteen. Again, like we were just talking about the Cardinals, you said that can be a sticky stat, but we expected the Steelers to really convert a lot on third downs in the Cardinals game. They were four for 11. I think they started like 0 for 5 again, again. Cl- classic fashion. Because remember that first drive, they didn't get to third down until yeah, they finally point. had to kick the field goal because they failed yeah. to convert their first third down of the play. So uh, this is a great defense at getting off the field on third downs as well. Yeah. Uh, could be a problem for the Steelers to extend drives. To stay on
2: the field. Yeah. Yeah. No one thinks there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I mean, everything's going to be a struggle for both these offenses, in my
1: opinion. Now, it's interesting to find out that per UPA, only three defenses have faced a better slate of offenses than the New England Patriots mm-hmm. this year. So it's not just like, oh, they're Cupcake City and they put um, up good defensive numbers. They're really good against good offenses. Yeah,
2: the Bills and Miami and, you know, right. I mean, they're they've played some very good offenses.
1: Now, before we get to the key matchups, we don't talk special teams much on this show. Probably an air. on on Probably my air on. Eh, Some are important, some aren't. But this week you were mentioning how it is important and how uncharacteristically the Patriots are not very good in that department, and that's usually a staple for that team.
2: Yes. So I don't pretend to ever watch special teams tape. I'm never going to. But I always defer to, like, pro football focus, football outsiders, people like that over the years. And one thing that's always sticky for, like, the last 20 years are the Ravens and Patriots are always at the top of the league in all special don't teams. Don't even have to metrics. fire up
1: the computer to always.
2: research that. They're there. The last two years, the Patriots have been thirty-first and thirty-second in special Ooh. teams. Like, by the way, I'm assuming the
1: Ravens are still at the top. Yeah, they're they're
2: always good, <laughs> but they, they don't have a kicker. Their kicking problems are awful. Right. Their returners are bad. So, turnover margin and special teams are usually something you could count on. Belichick coach teams, and they're not win- They're they're really poor in both those.
1: I mean, their punter and their kicker are both rookies right now. So, okay, and the kicker I think is twelve of eighteen. Chad Ryland. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's been. And they're miserable. not missing
2: fifty 60s They're missing consistently.
1: Uh, on the Steelers' side of things, with special teams, you know, I liked going for it on that fourth and goal against I the Cardinals, you. Matt. Don't get me wrong. Don't be a shotgun. But Agreed. I like the aggressive nature of it. Yes. Maybe kick the field goal this week because three nothing really might win you the football game.
2: It might. I, I really think that if you told me today on Tuesday. Steelers are going to score 14 points in this game. Like I'll take it. It's
1: a win. That's, and probably that's an a option. cover of the five and a half, six points. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, key matchups to keep an eye on. Uh, Patriots off uh, center, David Andrews versus Steelers nose tackle, Keanu Benton. We talked about Andrews. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really the stalwart of that Patriots offense, if you can have one on that offense. Yeah, and, he's a consistent professional
2: center. And right. Keanu
1: Benton, though, I mean, again, last right. week, put on really good tape in yeah. a bad game against the Cardinals. It seems week after week it's more good than bad, you're noticing from the rookie.
2: Without question. And, and I picked this one, too, because I think this will be a game where there's a lot of heavy personnel on the field. You're not going to see dime. You're not going to see nickel. And with the sealed linebacker problems, you may want a nose tackle on the field. Higher percentage of the time than usual.
1: And finally, Steelers tight end Pat Friermuth versus uh, Patriots safety Kyle Duggar. Friermuth had a big, big game against the Bengals. Pretty Mm -hmm. quiet as the whole offense was pretty quiet against the Cardinals. Uh, But Duggar is an oversized safety and Belichick uses him in all different ways.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to highlight Duggar more or less. I mean, he's a great player that isn't a household name. He was an extreme tester at the Combine. He's big. They're
1: using him all over the field. He's someone to pay attention to. He's a fun player. Steelers and Patriots, Thursday night football on Amazon Prime, eight fifteen kickoff in that one. Hopefully the Steelers bounce back, get to eight wins on the season. For Matt Williamson, I'm Tom Offerman. We'll talk to you next week on the Advanced Scout.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.